Nobriden is apparently good day in Ukrainian, but we have translations to translate that to English, and Maxim is going to tell us all about it in this episode of Xamarin Show, so tune in. Welcome back, everybody, to the Xamarin Show. My name is Gerald. I'm your host for today, and I have a very special guest on today. It's Maxime, and he is going to tell us all about how to localize our apps because he has contributed something awesome to the Xamarin Community Toolkit that has everything to do with translations. Hello, Maxime. How are you doing? Yeah. Hi, Gerald. Thanks uh, for having me here. I'm doing great. Thank you. Of course. Of course. That's a great. I think you're from the Ukraine. Isn't that right? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, absolutely right. I'm software engineer from Ukraine, and I just love all things uh, C Sharp. So, <laughs> some time ago, I needed to create a mobile app. So, what what is the best technology to do it uh, other than Xamarin? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And I I find it just great that you you know you have created this this mobile app for yourself. You came across the toolkit and you started solving problems in your own app and thought like, hey, I can contribute this back to the toolkit, and then maybe other people can benefit from that as well. So that is really yep. cool. Thank you for that. Um, so I think we can just um, dive straight into some code, see maybe what the problem is that we are trying to solve with this uh, translation thing. Okay, uh, oh, so uh, here we have uh, a demo that you can find also in the repository that will be somewhere here. Um, and uh, here's how traditional localization work. So uh, you have some app resources here. To add some new, you just like press add, uh, new item and a resource. And when you add first one, also this designer is generated. When you add uh, the next ones, you just add the language name, and uh, that's pretty much it. And then uh, you specify keys and values in each of them. And here's this great tool that I have here. Um, that will show us yeah, uh, all the things that we have in the app like combined from all the resource files. So uh, right now, I have the default language that is English and um, uh, custom Ukrainian language. And we have keys for all of the strings. So uh, when I want to retrieve a string uh, from the uh, resource file, I simply need to go in my app and type name of the resource file, so app resources, and name of the string, like this or this. Uh, and if I want to do it in the view, I can do pretty much the same thing, but it looks uh, like this. So resx, that is uh, this extend, uh, namespace, uh, app resources, and name of the thing. And here's app. Um, this app is pretty simple. It just uh, displays some text, uh, app version, and allows you to change the language. Uh, but when I change language now, nothing happens except uh, you can see that this string changes, but nothing else changes. That's because uh, all of those strings are static. So once view is displayed, uh, those uh, strings are retrieved with the culture that was set at that time. And uh, then that pretty much it. Uh, view doesn't know that they are changed and doesn't refresh anything. 
So just to interrupt so, you real quickly, yep. the thing that you've just shown, this is like how we used, used to do translations, right? How it is today. And this is not even specific to examine. This is how you do the yeah, translations. So it's, in, it's in pretty much. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. general stuff. And the tool that you've just shown, I think it's called ResX Manager or something. That is unfortunately something that is not in Visual Studio uh, directly. That is a uh, separate extension. I think it's for free, uh, but it's, yeah. I, I love to work on VS Mac, on Visual Studio for Mac. Um, unfortunately, there isn't something like that, but this works oh. on Visual Studio for Windows, and that makes it really easy to manage your ResX files, which is just basically an XML file where you, you know, specify all the things. Those get mapped to... Um, like C-sharp objects that you can use in your code. Um, and that's the thing that you were showing. Do I, yeah. do I see that correctly? Right? Yeah, that's, yep, that's, yep, yep. that's what I know. So now let's let's see what you implemented to make this better. Yeah, uh, something about the tool. So if you don't have this tool, you can just double click on the oh, right. yep. source file and uh, all of the keys and values are here, but they, they're in different files. So it's uh, slightly, slightly more yep. work to that's modify them. Okay. So uh, that is the problem. If we want to change the language at runtime, that's not that uh, easy to do. Uh, if we want to do it ourselves, uh, what we can do, for for example, here how we can uh, specify the version strings, like <laughs> why uh, uh, here is two of them, right? So uh, you can do this in the view too, something like that. So just to show you, the version strings looks like this um, with a uh, substrings uh, in it and uh, uh, you can specify it right here in the view but this is also static so it won't change also uh, you can create a property in your view model and uh, provide it here so it will look something like this but as you can see it will also be generated one time and never change so if you want to do it um, manually what you can do is uh, like I have code here. Yeah, so here's uh, what you can do. You can uh, get it like a full, uh, create a full property with uh, getter and setter and uh, set a default value that will be with the culture at the start time. And then when you change language here, you can set the new value for the string. Like uh, this will return value in, in the new culture and this is how you generally can do uh, runtime language change uh, out of the box. Okay, uh, this basically just uses like the data binding, right? So this way you are just kind of faking the, the live updating by using data binding to actually um, show the new values, right? Well, yeah, I'm not faking it. I'm just telling wow. page that something uh, have changed. Sure. Uh, sure, sure, sure. What I'm uh, what I'm going to show you does exactly the same thing, but okay. you don't need to write any code to, to do it. Right. So uh, yeah, the the problem is that we need to regenerate the string. So here and tell the page that the string is changed. So here, this uh, set property. By the way, to do the set property, I'm using observable object from uh, Xamarin Community Toolkit. Okay, so if we change language right now, you can see that this version string is also changed. Cool. Okay, so uh, let's now uh, go to Xamarin Community Toolkit uh, goodness. So what do you need to know about localization in uh, there is you have three new classes a localization resource manager, a translate extension, and localize string. Um, 
main class is localization resource manager. It uh, serves basically one purpose to tell everything that is subscribed to it that current culture is changed. So uh, first thing you want to do is go to the app file or somewhere where your app starts and uh, initialize it. So localization resource manager. Here it is, current and init. Okay, so uh, after we initialized our localization resource manager, we need to switch how we set the culture. So uh, here we have our change language function. It is not uh, really complex. All it does is display the list of languages and if user selects some of them, we change our culture in app resources. So now we don't need to change language uh, in our app resources. We need to change it in the localization resource manager. So yep, current, current culture. Yep. And now when we change uh, culture here, it will trigger a property change event inside this localization resource manager and everything will update. So uh, what is listening to this event? Um, first things first, uh, strings that we uh, use, uh, that we specify in the view directly, like this. Uh, all we need to do to change them at runtime is to add Xamarin Community Toolkit namespace, as always, and then do this. So xd translate. So this is a translate exception that I was talking about. Uh, it retrieves uh, the string from the resource manager that is specified here and displays it uh, on the UI. And uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, what you can, what you need to do to uh, localize your strings in the view. So let me change other ones. This one. This one and uh, yeah, app starts. Okay. And uh, I, we don't need that version for now. Okay. So while we're ready for this, you basically just say now instead of just switching language through like the, uh, um, uh, the the app resources like you normally would or set the current culture, you just go through that um, localization manager and you set all the things there that you actually want to set the language to and it will take care of the rest together with the translation extension. This is all things that are in the Xamarin Community Toolkit, um, which makes this translation stuff so much easier. Yes, so uh, previously uh, the culture was stored in the app resources itself and mm -hmm. uh, uh, when we set it, it doesn't, it didn't do anything. It didn't notify right. about uh, that yes. it's changed. But now we change it in the um, uh, localization resource manager and it notifies translate extension and translate extension uh, renders itself. So you can see that this string is uh, changed, for example. Um, yeah, uh, others didn't, I think, because I <laughs> did it too late. Um, so now we need to worry about other things. We have strings that we are generating inside the code. So we, they are not static. We can just uh, say you uh, display this and that's it. Uh, for example, this version one. Um, 
we need to do string format and only then it can be displayed on the uh, view. So what we need to do for uh, them. Uh, there's a third class called um, localization, localized string. And its purpose is to, um, to localize strings that you generate in your view models. So what you need to do to migrate to use it is to change type of your strings to localized string. And uh, then we don't need all of this. Uh, we don't need all of this. And we don't need this. All we need to do to initialize it is to provide a function that can generate the string. It will rerun that function when culture is changed and display the new version. So something like this. Uh, here I'm using the C sharp 9 uh, new, so it's uh, easier to read. Okay, and now what we need to display on the view is version that localized. Oh. Sorry. That localized. Okay, and this should work. So uh, to recap, uh, what we need to do. Uh, if we are specifying strings in the view itself, we need to change uh, change our views to use translate extension and then just specify the name of the string. If you want to um, migrate strings that we generate uh, in our view models, we need to change their type to localized string and then uh, just use those with that localized added. Oh, and uh, one more thing. Right now, something wouldn't work. So if I change it, you see that um, the string changed, the string changed, button changed, but version didn't. So all of the translate, uh, translate extension related stuff worked, but localized string didn't. Why is it? That's because we changed our culture in localization resource manager, but we didn't change it inside app resources. So when uh, localized string regenerated this function, this version was the same because app resources didn't change. Uh, what you can do to resolve this is to subscribe to property change event here. So current culture, uh, property changed. And you can just set uh, culture in app resources to match uh, uh, localization resource manager one. Culture equals resource manager current, current culture. Yep. So now every time uh, culture inside localized re localization resource manager uh, will change. Um, this change will reflect on app resources and everything that uses app resources to uh, get the localized string as also um, will get the strings with a new culture. Okay, that's uh, that's pretty much it, I think. Now everything should work. Okay, so with that change, we're also going to see the the version string changing. So then we're then we're almost there. Or is there one more thing that we need to translate? 
Uh, yeah, in terms of Xamarin Community Toolkit, we are done. So everything here is changing now. So you can see like our view strings are changing, button changed, and the version changed. So when I change the language to English, we got string formatted string with uh, English language, and here we got it in Ukrainian. Uh, one tiny, tiny thing that's left is to change all of those uh, uh, to also be localizable. But that uh, has nothing to do with uh, the American community toolkit, just a little bit uh, change to the demo itself. Uh, so uh, to do this, we just need to convert them into functions as well, because right now they are generated only once when app starts and uh, culture doesn't change afterwards. So uh, let's do functions. So every time we retrieve a value of this language mapping, um, function will rerun and uh, we'll get a new value. And as I said, this has nothing to do with the Xamarin Community Toolkit, just like as an example, how you can do some custom runtime uh, localization in your app. Right, uh, right, right. Because now we have the full solution. We have translated everything, uh, a lot of it with the help of the Xamarin Community Toolkit because, but you know, we we want to do it all, but it's not always needed, right? There's a lot of stuff in .NET as well. Um, so let's, let's have a quick look at um, that being translated as well, just to prove that we are all complete here. Um, yep. Okay, so app is uh, starting now. Uh, let's, okay, so we are good. And let's see, uh, here we are in English. And when I change to Ukrainian, yep, everything is localized. So That's this amazing. app is fully uh, localized in, in the runtime. So when I change the language, like all of the app uh, is changed and no need to refresh it, to like restart or anything like that. That's amazing. That's really cool. So Maxime, thank you for being my guest on this show and showing us all this goodness on how to localize your app and of course, contributing all of that goodness back to the Xamarin Community Toolkit. Um, yeah. The docs are not really complete yet, but you can find some of this at least in the docs. So go check that out um, or contribute the bits that are missing because you now know how it works. Thank you for watching another Xamarin show of the Xamarin Community Toolkit. Um, of course, if you want to follow our next show, subscribe to our channel, ding that notification bell to be notified notified automatically, like this video, do all the things, and I'll be seeing you for the next episode.